Hi, and welcome to Beyond the Pulpit podcast. I'm Cassie Kaiser, Digital Communications Manager for Christ Church, and I am with the amazing Liz Curtis-Higgs. She is an author, world-renowned speaker. She's a member of our church, and she's about to take on one more thing. <laughs> Liz, let's go ahead and get started. What's going on? Oh, wow. I don't know about the renowned, uh, but I do speak. been speaking a long time. My father would have told you I never stopped speaking. Um, <laughs> Uh, when I was 10 years old, my father said, are you still talking? And so I always think of that when I go off to speak. Yep, still talking, Daddy. I sure am. Um, but I am taking on something new I'm super excited about. It is a prayer come true for me from 37, 38 years ago, if you can imagine that. Cassie, you're not even that old yet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Not quite. But all those years ago, when I first came to know the Lord, my heart has always been for women's ministry. I teach women's classes. I write books for women. I speak to women. I love ministering to my sisters in Christ. And all those years ago, when I was a brand new believer leading women's Bible studies, I went to a local church and said, I want to be your women's ministry leader. And bless them, they actually considered it, which when I think about it now was crazy. <laughs> I had been a Christian of about 12 months, you know. <laughs> no so experience. I, no experience. Right for it. <laughs> just high passion, but no, no real, you know, I just wasn't ready. So at the time when the church said no, my heart kind of broke. But now I know it wasn't the church saying no. It was God saying not yet. Wait, Lizzie, I hear your heart. I know what you what your passion is. And I put it there, but you're not ready yet, so just keep working. So here we are all those years later at my own beautiful Christ Church. The opportunity comes up to lead women's ministry, and only God, only God could have created that space in his perfect timing when I'm really, my heart is so committed to ministering to my sisters here in Louisville. After all these years of traveling and traveling and traveling and speaking all over the place, I'm still doing some of that. I've got 25 events this year in 2020. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, that's still going on. I still have books due to my publisher. Um, but we have cut way back by God's direction, cut way back on my speaking. Two years ago, I did 52. So, uh, yeah, that was during my heavy cancer year. Only God <laughs> but you like uh, to stay busy. <laughs> yeah, I like to stay busy, and I, I want to go where I'm supposed to be. And I have such a strong sense that this is where I'm supposed to be. So um, uh, the director of the women's ministry team is my official title because I'm not the leader of the pack. I am simply the leader of our table of women who are going to carry the ball forward here at Christ Church. And so my deal is Bible study. It's my greatest passion, joy, and love. I'm teaching four studies here this year. I'm so excited about that. Um, so I will be sitting at a round table with Tish Muldoon. She is in charge of special events, uh, particularly our women's conference coming up in October. Last October's event was so amazing. I was honored to speak there, but that's not at all what made it amazing. It was amazing when I walked in the door. I was so proud, I almost burst into tears Aww. of the women of Christchurch <laughs> who really stepped up their game with all the right hospitality touches you could possibly want. Warm people to greet you, signage to tell you where to go, flowers everywhere. It was just beautiful. And so we're going to do it again this year. Um, Sheila Walsh is coming to speak for us, fantastically gifted woman. I know a lot of speakers out there 
dozens, maybe even hundreds. And she is my number one favorite. Wow. So that's who I called first and said, girl, we're having a big women's conference. We want you here. And she said, yes. So. Oh, this is so, that's so exciting. I to have know. Her here. Oh, I know it. She, her new book is Praying Women. So that's going to be our theme is Praying Women. Uh, Tish and I are just over the moon excited. Uh, also this week, we've added two women to our leadership table. Uh, Anita Coven will be in charge of prayer. Um, I know everybody here knows Anita. What a woman of God. What a deep woman. And so she will be in charge of that. And uh, that thrills my soul. And then Becky Livingston, who is fairly new to Christ Church, but she's one of those people who walks in the door and you go, her, we need her to lead <laughs> because she is such a connector. So that's, we laughed yesterday talking on the phone. Her title is Connections, but we might change that because <laughs> we'll know better as we move into it. One of the fun things about kind of starting a ministry somewhat from scratch um, with a you know more than one person kind of thing um, is there are no footprints we need to follow except the Lord's. And so we can create this space for women um, as needs arrive, arise. And so um, you know, it's not like I have to do it like somebody else did it. Nobody else did it. So, so we can we can create that the team and I, and I'm delighted about that. As um, months and years unfold, we have other plans. Um, I want to create a special arm of this ministry that's for younger women, so that our women who are busy mothering and juggling and working <laughs> and all of that, perfect, yes, have a place. <laughs> you know, like you, doll baby, uh, have a place to call home. Um, and um, where we, we minister to one another, but you also have a chance to be with your peers. Um, and also a book club. I'd love to see a big community-wide kind of book club with lots of women. Um, I always like to think one-on-one, but also big. And I think we can do both, uh, which brings me to the most important one for me, but it may be two years down the pike, is discipleship. One-on-one discipleship is where you really grow. Um, in my heart, every woman in the church would be discipling somebody and being discipled by somebody. Can you imagine that's what amazing. that would be like? I really love that because that's how I got started here at Christ Church. Mm-hmm. Actually, Lolita, who used to oh, be an associate pastor here, that woman. she discipled me. And I didn't know really anything about a church, and I just thought it was normal. And yeah. little did I know <laughs> that she was really blessing me with a wonderful gift. I think she met with me every single week. She assigned yes. me readings. Yep. She really mentored me. And I just thought that's what pastors did. Wow. <laughs> so well, they I'm, do if they're Lolitas, yes. <laughs> so I'm really excited about the discipleship. <laughs> well, and I love you know exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's one person taking somebody under their wing. But none of us are ever too old, either spiritually or you know, as far as your age, never too old to be discipled. And so um, I have a woman who disciples me, whom I adore. I mm-hmm. uh, wish she lived in this town, but, you know, these days you can connect in a million ways. Um, but, you know, to have that in my life, and then I have somebody who comes to my house every week that I get to disciple, um, it is a, it's where real growth happens. It's where real friendships are developed. Um, even though darling Lolita is not currently at our <laughs> church, I bet you still keep in touch with yeah. her because that's that kind of relationship. Well, imagine a church full of women like that. I love it. Just be incredible. Mm -hmm. So I'm pushing that a little farther down the pike just so the rest of us, we can get the rest of it up to speed. Uh, And then that will, that is my heart's desire. So when 
do you start? Have you already started? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> What's gone with that? <laughs> well, right now I'm a volunteer, and I'm so happy in that position. In fact, that's really all I was hoping for is to just volunteer in this capacity. But apparently um, there have been noises made about actually bringing me on staff in a part-time way. Um, I have an email address, so I feel really official. Oh. Yeah, being Liz I'll at... I'll need to add you to the website, Yes, too. ma'am. Liz <laughs> at ccum.net. You can reach me there. It shows up right on my phone. Phone. I have yet to get my first one, so maybe somebody oh. listening will send me my first official email. Yeah, I have a feeling that's not going to be a problem. <laughs> but it is, I mean, seriously, that's where I want to hear from people to know what need you see that we could possibly meet as a team. And so it will be ever growing, ever stretching, we'll be ever learning. Um, but what an exciting adventure to be on. I am so grateful. Was there a moment that you felt like God was talking to you, like, Liz, it's time for you to to serve in the church again. Now it's now it's time. Yeah. Since before you heard it, it wasn't time. So was there was right. there a moment? Yeah, there really was a moment. Um and it really it's been cooking for a while. I tend to book my speeches a year and a half out. And so when God wants to do something in my life, he has to give me a lot of notice. <laughs> <laughs> so um about a year and a half ago, I would say, um, I had a sense from the Lord to to start saying no to speaking opportunities. Very hard for me, if you that know me. Would be, that would be really so difficult. So hard for me, because I love to say yes to everything, <laughs> which is actually can get you in a lot of trouble, because you have too much on your plate then. <laughs> but I had a sense from the Lord to to begin to cut back on the traveling and the speaking. Not the teaching, not the writing, but the traveling and the speaking, because it takes so much time. I'm out this weekend, and we leave Friday morning at 6, so we don't get home till Monday night at 10. So that's wow. a long time to be away from uh, from home. So, uh, so cutting back on those, I knew I was supposed to do that. I just didn't know why. I didn't know what was the next season. Then I taught a Bible study here at Christchurch in summer of 2019. We did the slightly bad girls of the Bible. And I don't think any of us had any idea how many women would sign up. I certainly had no idea. No, no. <laughs> it was a shock to everybody, especially to me. And of course, at the time, people may not know this, we were going to use my, one of my videos to go with it. Oh, that is, that is right. Yeah. I, I remember that That's now. right. We uh-huh. have a, a video of Slightly Bad Girls. It's not perfect for this kind of thing, but we could have make it, made it work. And God said to me, absolutely not Liz Curtis Higgs. You live right around the corner. It's an eight-minute <laughs> drive. You are here every Wednesday night in June and July. I want you to teach this live. And so what I love is women signed up for the study not to hear me teach because they didn't even know I was going to teach. They signed up because they're hungry for the word and they're hungry to be together. And so when we had 375 women, unbelievable sign up, um, and they kept coming. You know, a summer study, sometimes you can start out strong, and by the last week you've got 30 people left. But they kept coming. They dragged friends in halfway through the study. And so that was clearly a word from the Lord. And I was, I would come home every Wednesday night and sit on our porch on a summer night and say to Bill, I am the happiest I have ever been. Oh, I love to hear I that. I really, you know, and I've had a lot of things that give me joy in life, but this, it was just transcendent to speak and teach at my own church. I wish that the people listening, if you weren't there, I wish that there was a way that we could make you feel the energy that was in the room every single Wednesday night and the Tuesday morning 
study that we just in had January, yeah. at, what was it, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I remember putting that on the website and thinking, oh, 10. And I didn't expect Fellowship Hall to be full yeah. <laughs> at 10 o'clock. You know, I, I was praying for 100, maybe two, that, maybe that's 200. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, but it was full. I don't, really don't know if there was About 400. Very yeah. many empty spaces. Not a lot. And so, but again, it's not the Lizzie show. It's not because of me. I know better. Heaven forbid I would think people are drawn to me. They are drawn to this church, to God's word, and to being with each other. And so I you know, I just get to direct traffic, but it's really <laughs> it's really God's party, so come. So what have you learned within this last what since the summer since yeah, you've been right. Well and of course here. we also did the the October event. Mm-hmm. And there was quite a buzz in the sanctuary that day. Mm-hmm. We had uh, 580 women, I think, and and just so much excitement about women being together. Um, and that's really when the whole ball began to roll for this women's ministry piece. Um, that was exciting. I just I felt it in my heart, and I thought, okay, I'm going to meet with them and just say, here's my heart. What do you want to do with it? And they all said, yay, we're in. So it was. it happened pretty quickly. Um, because, you know, although everything in the Methodist church has to happen according to the method. So (laughs) my passion just wants to, you know, and they said, that's great, Liz. Now we have some things we have to take care of. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for that because you really want everybody on board. You don't want one woman's passion steamrolling over everybody. Mm -hmm. And so doors began to open and, and the people that needed to have an opinion offered their opinion about having me do that. And so how thrilling to be here now in this place. So what have I learned? I didn't even answer your question. Sorry about that. Um, maybe that's because I'm I'm not sure what I've learned. I'll tell you what I've learned. <laughs> I've learned I, I don't know as much as I thought I did, okay? In other words, I got into this and realized I know lots about ministering to women one-on-one. I know lots about speaking and lots about Bible study. But about leading a group of women is a whole new party for me. So I've been, uh, you'll be comforted to know, dear friends, buying books about women's ministry, about disciple making, about all the pieces of women's ministry. Um, Our foursome, our starting group, will start meeting very soon. Um, All of them are saying, when, Liz? You haven't emailed us. Very soon, (laughs) girls, very soon. Um, You have nothing going on. (laughs) No, that's right. It is a little challenge. Um, But the beauty of it is I want it to grow organically. I do have a plan, but I don't have an agenda. Have a plan because you need a plan. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't have an agenda, and I don't have a time frame of my own. God has been leading me into what makes sense. When we would begin to add a book club would be probably 2021. It might be 2022 till the discipleship piece falls into place, or it might be next month. I don't know. Um, But I don't want to run ahead of God. I have to tell you, my standard MO through the early years of my life was to run like the wind and look over my shoulder and say, how am I doing, Lord? Is this good? (laughs) And um, nope, that's really not the way to do things. The way to do things is to put all your plans in his hands and say, show me, Lord, give me enough light for today on my path, maybe for tomorrow, um, but I'm going to trust you 
with all of it. And so I found that is a better way to do things. That, I think that's a really good lesson. And that's something that I know I have to keep in mind. And I'm the kind of person I'm very impatient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I find myself, I'll ask God for an answer. And then if I don't receive it right away, <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, God, are yeah. you going to answer me? Yeah, I've waited long <laughs> enough. God Thanks. ghosting me. Yeah, that's right. I'm just going to go, you know. No, he's actually holy ghosting us. How about oh, that? Holy, yeah, God is holy ghosting <laughs> us. Oh, that might, I like that for a book title. I might have to work on that. (laughs) I really love it. Um, One thing I heard, and I don't know if this is still in the works or not, but I heard that you were thinking about doing something for women on Sunday mornings who attend church by themselves. Absolutely. Can you kind of talk about that? Yes, I can. When I uh, was teaching at the other church so many decades ago, um, that's what I led there was a, a Sunday morning study. This would be in our 1005 hour here. Um, for women who come to church alone for any reason. They come to church alone because they're single, widowed, divorced, separated. They come to church alone because their husband doesn't come to church. Um, or their husband works on Sunday mornings. There, there's lots of reasons. Their husband might sings come. in the choir. Their husbands, <laughs> yes, that's my story for sure. <laughs> Me yeah, too. <laughs> I sit out there in the sanctuary by myself. Well, we'll just have to sit together, <laughs> we babe. We do need to sit. Um, but yeah, so there, there are lots of us who are can't do a Sunday school class with a man, Mm -hmm. a boyfriend, a husband, or whomever. Um, And so sometimes we tend not to go to Sunday school because it feels like all couples and us. Mm -hmm. And I'm so, I'm so aware of that. I come to church and because Bill's in choir, I'm sitting by myself and I look around the sanctuary at all the women who are by themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, girls, what are you doing after the service? If it's the early service, are you just going home? Because that's sad to me. I want you to get together with your other sisters. Mm-hmm. If it's the eleven fifteen, are you just going home and having dinner by yourself? We mm-hmm. don't want that either. So my hope is we can have a good class in the ten o'clock hour. Um, then either have gone to church or go to church together, um, and then who knows? You know, just sometimes it's if you're next to somebody, you'll say, "Where are you going out to eat? Let's let's go out to eat." Mm-hmm. I just I want to provide the opportunity, never to make people feel forced or oh, no, this is what I have to do, ever. But I think an opportunity, a little door open for that kind of thing is special. So I hope to start that this fall. Okay. That's the plan. And I'll begin as the teacher, but I'll be looking for a co-teacher probably pretty early on, um, just, you know, because maybe there are kind of other things going on. (laughs) And I I can't always be here on a Sunday because I'm sometimes scheduled to speak, as I am this weekend. Look at at you not saying yes to everything. (laughs) You're letting go. (laughs) Right. But I'm very excited about that, too, because it does feel like when you sit by yourself, you feel like everybody's either looking at you or wondering why you're sitting by yourself. Or I like for me, I just assume not to talk to somebody because I figured that they're happy sitting by themselves or just carry on. I totally get that. You don't want to offend or or make people feel as I did as a single woman in the church. You know, I always felt people were looking at me, and I know Mm -hmm. this is sound, so you can't tell the look in the face, but (laughs) it's that pitiful little, oh... Kind yeah, of. that's how I feel. Yes, it's like, oh. And um, you always, I always wanted to jump up and say, I'm fine. I'm great. <laughs> but the truth is, I was always really grateful when another single friend or a happily married couple, whatever, would scoop me up under their wing after the end of the Sunday service and say, hey, come to our house for lunch or let's go out and, you know, grab something uh, for lunch together. Um, Sunday is a really special day, but it can be a very lonely day. Mm-hmm 
for some people, hardest day of the week for some people because of that loneliness piece. So let's try and do something about that. So that'll, that'll kick in, in in September at some point. I'll have an exact date. Yeah. Well, Liz, is there anything else that is on your heart that you want to share? Oh, well, you know, I'm going to cast a big <laughs> net to my sisters at Christ Church and beyond, um, but particularly here at our church. Dear sisters, please join me in this adventure. I'm not sure what all God has, but I know it's good. I know it's him, and I would love for you to join me. And so, Liz at ccum.net, please reach out. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a blessed day. I sure will.